0: Welcome to the Winner's Guide to Losing Football Bets. I am your host, Paul. This is the final week of covering divisional predictions with the AFC and NFC West. Let's get into it. Denver Broncos. One thing I've learned while diving into each team is how many teams I really dislike. Why does Denver even have a team? They just feel superfluous to what the NFL is all about. It's merely a destination for social rejects like Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, who lack any self-awareness and believe their prior success was a direct result of their own greatness. By midseason, Payton will wish he had Jameis Winston, and Wilson will wish he had any of his former offensive coordinators who he had fired. The problem with Russell is he came to a team with clout. In Seattle, he was just a guy drafted to a team who was building something special. In Denver, He was viewed as the missing piece, with no one considering he is only a piece of shit. Of all the Seahawks fans I've talked to, they were glad to be rid of Wilson. Both of them expressed this to me at great length. What amazes me is Denver decided to trade for the Russell Wilson of coaches. Drew Brees made Sean Payton successful, just as the Legion of Boom made Russell Wilson successful. Both Pete Carroll and Sean Payton won a Super Bowl in their fourth year, and where Pete let Russell run amok, Sean let his pride run amok. Sean Payton is a terrible head coach, and I look forward to the humbling season he is about to have. Worst case scenario, I'm 100% right about Russ and Payton, and they finish last in the division. Best case scenario, they challenge for a wild card spot. Kansas City Chiefs. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are the antithesis of a coach and player I just finished blasting. I won't sugarcoat this. This might be the Chiefs' least talented team in some time, but Mahomes is a natural leader, and while I do think Travis Kelsey will begin to show his age, and the lack of a Tyreek Hill type will limit massive play opportunities, the sum of the parts will be successful. Fantasy owners don't want to hear that. They want to believe Sky Moore is about to become receiver one, They want to believe Marquez Valdez-Scantling is about to break through his ceiling and become everything he was supposed to be five years ago. They want to believe rookie Rasheed Rice will suddenly learn how to catch footballs. This is the AFC's best chance to unseat Kansas City as the best team in the NFL, and when you make it to three Super Bowls in the last four years, you are the best team in the NFL. Worst case scenario, Kelsey declines faster than expected, and no one else can pick up the slack. Mahomes, susceptible to injury, doesn't play enough games, and the Chiefs miss the playoffs. Best-case scenario, they win another Super Bowl, and Tom Brady starts doing the math on if Mahomes can catch and surpass him in championships. Las Vegas Raiders Jimmy Garoppolo was drafted as a potential successor to Tom Brady in New England before being traded to San Francisco, where Jimmy dealt with yearly rumors that San Francisco would acquire Bay Area native Tom Brady to replace Jimmy. Then Jimmy moves to Las Vegas, where he has finally stepped out of Brady's shadow for two months before Brady became part owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. This feels like a Nicholas Sparks white woman panty-wetter of a will-they-or-won't-they finally consummate the sexual tension between Jimmy and Tom. This is Sin City, baby. Hedonism at its finest. The reason I talk about this is because none of this is going to work, right? None of this really actually matters to Raiders fans. Every year they believe they are the best team in the NFL, and every one of them speak to next year being the year they break through. Worst case scenario, Jimmy gets injured, Josh McDaniels gets fired, and no one has a fucking clue what the Raiders are doing. Best case scenario, the Raiders just missed the playoffs, But the defense needs work, so Tom Brady hires newly available Bill Belichick to be defensive coordinator under Josh McDaniels. The San Diego Chargers New head coach Kellen Moore has the difficult task of guiding this team to the playoffs before actually being named head coach, which should occur next January. The biggest challenge will be navigating a quickly changing offense in which Eckler, Allen, and Williams could all be gone in the next year or two. The Chargers have drafted a lot of running backs the last few years, but none have looked close to replicating half of what Eckler provides. The other half of this team also has its issues with age, regression, and missed potential. Defensively, they always feel like they are one piece away from being a juggernaut, but end the season with a whimper. Worst case scenario, Brandon Staley does enough to keep his job. Statistically, last year's team was never better offensively or defensively than Anthony Lynn's final season. Best case scenario, I'm not going to say what you think I'm going to say, which is the Chargers do terribly and get Staley fired. This actually is a good team that can make a run in the playoffs. They have the talent to make it to the Super Bowl. AFC West results. Kansas City will coast to another division championship, while the Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders fight for relevancy. The Chargers will stay ahead of the Broncos, who could finish last in this division, but because Jimmy G can't stay healthy, the Raiders will take that spot, and I don't care how good Aiden O'Connell looked in the preseason. NFC West. The Arizona Cardinals. We're going to talk less about Arizona and more about what they might look like with Caleb Williams this time next year. Of all the teams who will be rebuilding, only Arizona isn't skirting the issue, trading players now to accumulate picks for next year. Arizona isn't known for its savvy, so this should be a breath of fresh air for the Cardinal fans because Cliff Kingsbury came in like some kind of pimp, and all he left you with was a beat-up pussy and no cash. To be honest, I don't think I need to say anything else about the team after that. Worst case scenario, they don't put themselves in a scenario to draft Caleb Williams. Best case scenario, they put themselves in a position to draft Caleb Williams. Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are running it back, take two. Last year felt like a gap year for the Rams as injury issues decimated the team, but everyone is back now kind of stafford is back and old aaron donald is back and old cooper cup is back from that injury and now suddenly has a different one so we'll see if his legs will allow him to participate and sean mcveigh is back who i question his desires who i question his desire to return Does he see something in this team, now gutted by salary cap cuts and geriatric contributors? Or is he focused on his legacy in the NFL? He didn't build this team. He just drove the car more efficiently than Jeff Fisher. Since he was first hired, McVay has never known the joy of drafting a player in the first round. Maybe he is waiting for that singular moment before he hangs it up. Worst case scenario, Stafford, Donald, and Cup can't regain their previous skill set, and the depleted roster gets worn down, leading to a top-five draft pick. Best-case scenario, could the Rams actually run it back? I won't bet against Aaron Donald when he is on the field, because he can ruin any game plan. So I'll give the Rams a shot at making the playoffs. San Francisco 49ers. The best moment of preseason was the day Trey Lance was traded. Not because I didn't like the kid or because I called it, but because I just wanted the dialogue over who would be the second-string quarterback to be over. I am sick of these yearly QB controversies in the Bay Area, and now the team can move forward with Purdy. At the time of my recording this, Nick Bosa still is unsigned, and I'm mostly unworried about it, but I can't help but think about off-seasons of old when Harbaugh was fired, and Alden Smith was arrested again, and Justin Smith retired, and Patrick Willis retired, and Chris Borland retired, and Bruce Miller was arrested for beating his girlfriend. I am a broken man when it comes to off-season 49ers news, and no amount of successful player re-signings will keep me from flinching when I know I'm about to be hit with the backhand of more bad news. Worst case scenario? As with previous season trends, Brandon Allen starts the most games in San Francisco, and, well, yeah, that's just depressing. Best case scenario, Purdy is the guy, and he stays healthy. Bosa signs and plays 17 games. San Francisco wins the next three Super Bowls. Seattle Seahawks Everyone has been sucking the dick of Howie Roseman in Philadelphia. But no one is satisfying the team of John Schneider and Pete Carroll, who have consistently had better drafts than Howie over the same length of time. The duo never had less than seven wins in a season and consistently find talent at all levels in the draft. It was Howie Roseman who was trying to send Jalen Hurts to Seattle for Russell Wilson. Had Seattle accepted that trade, it would be Howie on his knees in Schneider's office. Worst case scenario... Geno Smith reached his ceiling last year, and the second half come down last year is replicated. And Drew Locke is equally ineffective, and the Seahawks missed the playoffs for just the fourth time since 2010. Best case scenario? I have been critical of Seattle not drafting a quarterback, but then I watched Drew Locke in preseason, and I can't help but wonder if they feel he is the QB of the future for the Seahawks. At 26 years old, and not a lot of mileage on his arm, Seattle can make a playoff run with this young and exciting offense and a re-emerging defense. NFC West results. You have to wonder if coming so close three of the last four years without winning the Super Bowl will affect San Francisco psychologically. It might once they make the playoffs, but they will be all systems go during the regular season. Seattle will be strong again at home, but struggle on the road, the Rams will just struggle all season, and as I said, Arizona isn't shying away from their intentions of securing the first pick in the NFL draft. Next episode, we are a few days away from the Lions at Chiefs, and all we have remaining is my 2023 complete season predictions, including draft seating, playoff seating, and the results of the playoffs, including the Super Bowl champion. You might just be shocked who I have winning it all, Until next episode, this is Paul for the Winner's Guide to Losing Football Bets. Be safe.